Welcome to Fusion and Hockey Podcast. Oh, shit, fuck, happy birthday, I completely forgot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I looked at the, the last night before, we love that. I, before I went to bed, I was like, oh, better not forget Tyson's birthday as soon as we start talking tomorrow, and I did, and I just looked at, I glanced at the uh, the date. Yeah. Happy birthday to you, 22nd Thank you. birthday. Yeah. Uh, it is not the first time we've recorded on your birthday, um, really? but it... Interesting. No, I, I, I definitely remember, remember at least once before we have, but it is the first time that it's happened as a result of scheduling conflicts and then me accidentally oversleeping are the time we rescheduled to, <laughs> so then pushing it now to Friday. So, uh, yeah, I guess it was just meant to be. Yeah, to have a, to be. A, a, a podcast birthday, birthday yeah. podcast, whatever it is. 100%. Um, we love that. And it feels like 22. Oh, boy. It's, uh, it's I'm old. You know, it's like, it's weird. It's kind of weird. Can't lie. Um, yeah. It feels weirder than 21. It's like, wow, this is, uh, we're really getting into the twenties now, huh? I'm, uh, that's unfortunate, but you know, we're fortunate. Sure. We're lucky to get here. So good for me. A plus. Yeah. I, I distinctly remember your 15th birthday. You made a very similar comment yeah. like, oh my God, I'm already 15. That's crazy. Yeah, that seems to be the bit, you know, the recurring bit over the years, some years more than others. Um, but 2022 feels like uh, deeply old. So, you know, obviously I'll be looking back at this in a few years and I'll be like, what the fuck was I thinking? Just like, I'm thinking right now, what was I thinking seven years ago? You know, it's like 15 is old. What a joke. What a clown show. Um, <laughs> no, but I get how you think that. No, because like, you're always like, well, I've never been this old in my entire life. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. what, where it comes from, you know? <laughs> That tends to be how 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 it is every year, every day, honestly. Um, but uh, yeah, cool. Twenty two, fun number, it's double double digits, and the same number twice. It's double so, digits. It's been double digits since ten years old. What you know? What did I tell a lie? Did I tell a lie? Tell me. Yes. No, I I did it. It, it is a double. It's digit. actually only I, one it, digit that repeats itself. So you lied. Yeah, actually, you know what? That's a good point. I'm a I'm a contact numbers like a hundred and other numbers to tell them they're not actually three digits or two. You know, we gotta start making that edit. So yeah, yeah it is my go. birthday. A plus. I know we've had a podcast on your birthday before because I remember mentioning on air that yeah. uh, your birthday is always like kind of the first inkling of me beginning to mentally prepare for my own in just over two right. months. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm like, fun. oh, that's the age I'm gonna be soon. I better get ready. You better start your preparations, you know? Let's write your yeah. will and testament. You're about to get old. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. That's the update. Um yeah, so let's let's get into stuff. What do we begin? There's actually because it's been so long, there's like a whole bunch of stuff we can discuss. Um, yeah. Actually I wanna start with a thing that I'm finding quite fun this morning. Uh yeah. which is the sharks. Uh, now have the same number of losses this year as amount of goals they gave up to the Canucks last night, which is 10. Yeah, and is that equal to the number of, the, of goals they've scored all season? It is or... also equal to... Oh, I didn't even think of that. They do have 10 goals in 10 games, and last night they gave up 10 goals in one game to wow. Vancouver of all teams. Not even that good. No, and I, well, maybe they are this I, year. You know? yeah? No, they're not. Uh, <laughs> well, you'll see. They will fall off. I have no doubt. Okay. But anyway... Yeah, as they do. Uh, I did not have cha- a chance to watch the full highlights from the game, but I did watch the 10th goal that Vancouver scored, uh, which was Beauvillier, I believe, in the third period. And it looked like the type of um, 
like say like Canada Latvia World Juniors type of thing where Latvia <laughs> is playing poorly by their own standards type of thing. Okay. Yeah. Like that's how lopsided it looked on that play. The Sharks were completely disoriented, completely lost, uh com- and just completely depressed. And you know, you can't blame them for being depressed down down 9-1, but it was on, it felt in at least in that one clip even more acute than like the Ducks were at various points last season. Yeah, uh, you know it's very understandable. Um, you're 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 a team and you're losing nine one or nine one to the Canucks and should be ten one. So, I certainly get the sentiment. If there's a time to be depressed and, and play poorly as a result of it, it's to be you know early in the season and you're losing nine one to the Vancouver Canucks uh, and this iteration of the Vancouver Canucks. But yeah, that's I guess that's typically how it goes. I mean, people are talking. You know, is this is this the worst team ever? Uh, certainly, certainly off to a good start in terms of reaching that goal. Um, sure. Yeah, I think it's the, uh, it's you know, this is, it seems to be the first time I've heard the Sharks really shitting the bed defensively in terms of giving up a whole shit ton of goals. I'll have to go back. I haven't looked at their record. But uh, it seems that they uh, their, their big problem is uh, they can't fucking score a goal, which, like, you know what? Yeah, that, that pans out. Look at the offensive talent they have. Yeah, honestly, like, I would have expected uh, defense to be the major problem, this thing, as it was last night. But you know what we were talking about this during the off season too. You know when you bring in, when you're bringing you know Zadina and Hoffman and Michael Granlund, as your supplementary additions during the off season, during the off season, that 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 is based on personnel, an offense that is very prone not only to dry up extremely quickly or to never even get going in the first place, but also to be a depressed offense, based on style of player. Plus, of course, you know Eric Carlson's having been pretty much the only... Remember last year we were looking at the Sharks were saying, how is it possible that Eric Carlson got hundred and something, 101 points, I think? Yeah. Who? Where is he getting all these assists? No one is scoring goals. And now we can see that he has, was responsible for about 95% of the San Jose Sharks offense all of last oh, season. 100%. Uh, it's nuts. And, They're 10 games in. They've scored more than goal one goal once. And that was a game that gave up six. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So yeah. have they scored exactly one goal in eight of the ten games? Something like that. Uh, I think so. Yeah, because uh, they've 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 been shut or maybe seven because they've been shut out twice, and they scored the three goals. So ah uh, yes, Lovely. they're o nine and one. Uh, <laughs> how long is it until they get a win? Uh, what boy. what has been re- in recent memory the longest winless streak to start a season? Do you, have you seen this stat? I haven't. No, I haven't seen. I haven't seen this stat. No. Uh, I can I can look it up. Longest winless NHL streak start a season. Oh wow. Uh, okay, looks like eight. Uh, hmm. Oh, they're they're all good. Tomorrow yeah. they're playing the Penguins, so they got they're gonna win. It's all right. Oh, oh, is that your game. is that your uh, is that your verdict after watching the Penguins this week? Yeah. Um, it looks like according to Reddit six years ago, it was eleven games. Um, in 1944 but that's six years ago so maybe it's happened since i um, i feel like we'd remember if it had happened since yeah it says here i have this article um they so the arizona coyotes actually tied that record uh in 2017 with 11 straight losses to begin the season okay um no i feel like i would see an article if i if if that had been broken since you know yes Mm mm-hmm well, yeah. I don't think the Sharks are going to do it. I do think they will beat the Penguins tomorrow night. You really you're that convinced? You think you think the yeah. Penguins are that big of a flop? No, oh, well, no. I also 
also think it's about time for the show. I feel like the 10-1 loss kind of wakes you up for, you know, a, a momentary jolt of, of competence. Um, the thing with a team like the Sharks, though, compared to a, a good team or even a mediocre team, with the, which the Sharks are nowhere near mediocre, uh, is that those those jolts of uh, of momentum can last longer when your team is better. And when you're the worst team in the world, it will probably only last for a single game. Yeah, that's how it tends to go. Um yeah, I think I saw their their like expected goals at five on five or their goal share at five on five was like seventeen percent. Ten oh, games in. Jesus Christ. Seventeen <laughs> percent, man. You never see in an any in a full blown NHL game, you never see any sort of fucking numbers like seventeen percent. Was, was that just for the game against Vancouver with seventeen percent? No, it was like over the course of the season. Was like, the whole season? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Uh it's it's really good work, I'm telling you. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So uh, this is uh, I uh, this is the stat. I I've pulled it up. Their goals for percentage at five on five is seventeen percent right now. Um, wow. And this is looks like it's the worst through ten games ever. Um, the wor- the second worst through ten games to begin the season was those expanded. I don't know if they're the expansion team back then. But the seventy four seventy five Capitals at thirty percent. So you know. Never before seen levels of fucking ten game incompetence from the Sharks. Yeah. Um. So I speak. So they are obviously dead last in the NHL right now, and it would be a miracle if they didn't finish the season there, in my opinion. Yeah. Um But actually, I was I was looking at the standings on NHL.com a couple of days ago, uh, specifically regarding the Penguins because I wanted to see because we we're talking about the Penguins this week. I wanted to see where they were. Spoiler: They are currently last in the Eastern Conference. Um, but this was on Tuesdays, this was on Halloween, I was looking at the standings and so I typed <laughs> in, you know, standings into my, you know, Google search or whatever. And everyone knows, of course, when you type things in, uh, you get like, uh, uh suggestions, search suge- suggestions. And often, you know, it's based on recent searches and, you know, I go on the NHL.com standings page from time to time. So it's in my suggested. So I click on it. You know, I click on that suggested result, and I get a standings page that's pulled up. And I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at it for a few seconds. I'm like, this this doesn't look right. The It says the Penguins have only played five games. And I know they've played more than five games by now. And it says they're two and three. That that doesn't make any sense. And then I looked at the other teams, and it was the same type of thing. And I was like, what's, what's going on? And then I realized that the suggested result was the standings from October 23rd. I.e. eight days prior, which is which insane on NHL.com. Oh, I looked sorry. in the URL that I was on, NHL.com slash standings slash 2023-10-23 slash division. And I was like, this is insane that now I have to, I can't just click on my suggested, sta- I have to actually go in and manually type in the date that I want to see. So right now what I'm doing, I'm typing in, you know, the date today, 2023, November 3rd, to see the up-to-date standings. Um, well, actually, wait, it only went to November 2nd, even though I typed out three. But then I thought, wait a second, this could actually be really super cool if I am able to punch in any date and see what the NHL standings were that day. So I went to like, hmm, what if I try uh, 2022, February uh, uh, 17th? And yeah. then... Uh, so, or I did something around that. And then I was just, I was kind of reminded that there was one point in the, the season when the Montreal Canadiens had 
uh, nine wins and 40 losses a couple <laughs> seasons ago. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, so it worked. It worked. The whole date thing. Plug in the date. Well, even oh, yeah. It, yes, back. it worked. I, I did see those old standings, yes. But I think on the whole, it's really yeah. a, a hassle to have to, to be like, you know, I don't care. Like, just go to the most updated standings, please. Obviously, NHL website, but whatever. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what? This is uh this is the, the take is twofold. You know, it's cool. It's good that they have the archive of standings. You know, honestly, that can be pretty hard to find elsewhere on the internet. You know, if you really want to get a good idea. Uh, but uh, it is psychotic that that's your default search result, and that people to get the current standings have to whatever type in the URL. Well, or I have whatever, to go through the website itself now. I'm sure there's an easier way, but that's all I see. Yeah, the, the 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 easier way is to avoid the NHL website like the fucking plague. Um, that's what that's what I do. Um, when we went the other the other week, you know, uh, to look at those great headlines and whatnot, that was my first time on that site in years, man, years. The only time I ever years. go on there, yeah, is well, I'm not counting like the bracket challenge or whatever, which is like barely NHL website anyways. It's like NHL website adjacent. Literally years since I'd been on that website. Um, I just I just don't touch it. It's just. It might as it might as well ha- it might as well be a link with a virus on it. Um, the way I fucking avoid that shit, uh, it's like a spam email. So that's how that's how you roll. See, I just type in NHL standings and like Google gives me a nice standings page, and I just I just roll with that. I, I don't see any need to uh, to visit the actual NHL hockey standings. Okay. Yeah. Well, I sometimes often I'm probably most often checking on the NHL app. I'm ashamed to admit. Wow! Just whip out my phone, open the app, hit standings. Terrible. Um, I I use the score. You know, free plug the score. It's okay. Okay. It works. Can you sort by points percentage, wild card easily there? Because you cannot no, do that on NHL.com or the NHL I'd app. Say, okay, I don't think you can actually. Um, Which, so it's in, that should be the default standings everywhere. Points percentage, wild card. Yeah, of course, absolutely, and it's psychotic that it isn't. Um, it's that's like the there every site can do like six different things except that. Yeah, it's Bush League. I don't even think they have points percentage on this. the score. Yeah, they don't. They don't even have so Why are you plugging the score? A score sucks. Even the NHL yeah, app so. has points percentage listed there. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, yeah, we're, we're in search of a better standings page, I guess. You know, We should make one ourselves. We know we how should. to code. And I don't. Well, I do, but it's very marginal. And I couldn't, I couldn't make it nice or anything, you know? Um, we could just make NHL's... a Google Doc that we update every day with a public link. Yeah, people would love it. We'd become a cult yeah. favorite. This is where the cap friendly of the standings, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Come in. What a plan. Business model. Hell yeah, profit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll force people to pay. <laughs> pay standings 5 bucks, plus. 5 bucks a month to get this to get the standings. Um I was thinking 7 bucks a month. Or or we could make a Patreon, you know, for the standings. Um yeah. so you get you get the standings updated like five minutes early. Yeah, no, no. If you if you pay for the Patreon, then we all you also get to see the standings archive. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, uh, a, a spreadsheet for every day, and this yeah. is how we'll do it. We'll make a spreadsheet every single fucking day. We'll have thousands <laughs> of spreadsheets in the matter of in the, in the matter of years. It'll be crazy. <laughs> thousands of spreadsheets in a matter of years. It'll yeah, take, how, how long will it take to get to thousands? It'll take like six years to get to thousands. Exactly. Uh, like I said, <clears throat> did I lie? In a matter of years, we'll have thousands of spreadsheets for the people. No. And it'll be very impressive. Do not uh, lie. You know what's not impressive? It's the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, boy. Ah, it's a disappointing. Very disappointing week. 
For you, it I'll is not weak. for me. Yeah, for me, because I'm the fan now. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, I actually watch that. Fuck me. I actually yeah. nailed it. I said they would go one and three. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I think I think you did. Although I don't, probably not in the same order that they did it. You know, winning against I didn't the Avalanche. specify in order. You didn't. You didn't. So I'm just saying, maybe not in the order you predicted, but you still nailed it on the dot, anyways. Um, yep. Yeah. Who, who did you Who did you think they were gonna beat? Heading into the week, did you have an idea? I didn't pick a team. I just had the sense from looking at the four games, like they'll win one of these. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's exactly what happened. It's this flawed ass looking team. Um, should we should we get into the games? Yes, go for it. Or, or I could, we can I can start I guess sure, with I'll, their yeah, with their four one loss to the to the Dallas Stars. Uh, one one bit of a pa- bit of a pattern I noticed this week that they tend to start pretty strong. They do. Um, it's great. You know, they're, no late they're a strong start team. Yeah, they outshot Dallas eighteen to nine in the first period. You know, they're they've got their loaded power play, got some chances, and they scored first. They had the only goal in the first period. It was uh, Jake Gensel uh, passing off to Brian Rust on the rush, storming the net. Made a one nothing Pittsburgh, and that would be their last goal of the game. Uh, John, Jason Robertson scored in the second period. Sloppy defensive play by John Ludwig, uh, who would not play again for the rest of the week. Robertson that was his scored. NHL debut. Yeah, he got injured. Got knocked out. Oh, did he? And it was on his NHL debut. Jeez, what a rough. Oh, that rough sucks. Term of events. Yeah. Oof. Bummer. Yeah, bummer. Uh, and then uh, Dadanov gets behind uh, Radim Zahorna, and D- Dadanov scores from in the crease too on a on a pretty easy scramble, made it two one Dallas. Uh, and then things kind of start to really fall apart for Pittsburgh in the third period. You no, know, Latang's stretch pass failed. Uh, Nedeljkovic fails on a on a big dive, like enormous poke check, you know, way out of the net, uh, and it causes chaos. And Thomas Harley scores into a an open net. Then Wyatt Johnston joins in, jams one in. Nedeljkovic fails to to hug the post. Four one Dallas, the great the Stanley Cup contending team defeats the last place team in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, outclassed. Noted this. Yeah, this is Alex Nedeljkovic's only game of the week because now he's on LTIR after this game. Clearly injured something. Um, so bummer for him. Um, but no, he didn't. He didn't look particularly good, especially in that third period. Those two goals kind of on him. Um, and yeah, just, uh, unable to sustain it, sustain a, a good start. You know, you only get one goal from that early domination and then, you know, Lars Eller hit a crossbar and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, just kind of came back to bite you as they, uh, they just weren't able to generate much. Oh boy. Ryan Graves did not look good on that third goal either. And he did not look good all week. Uh, looks like, uh, that was a mistake. Who could have seen that coming? Fuck. Yeah. To, uh, to be fair to Ryan Graves though, he didn't look that much worse than he usually <laughs> looks. Are you saying he just looks like shit usually, and then? I'm saying I'm saying Ryan Graves is not very good. Yeah, I, I think that's becoming apparent to me as I watch Ryan Graves on a regular basis this week. Deeply unfortunate. So yeah, yeah. Then now they they had their great game, you know. They bounced back. Everything everything looks great. The Avs are in town. I think they were undefeated at this point. Yeah, they were six and zero. Oh. Yeah. And so what do they do? They shut them out and actually like thoroughly dominate them it was it was it was a lovely game to watch as a big believer everything came together in a way that it otherwise has it this week uh in this season and uh yeah i'll get go through the goals you know uh riley smith you know rips it from the high slot on the power play love that for him um and they're just like yeah they dominated that first period you know fucking redeem zahorna had a breakaway hits the post and then riley smith scores again not a nice two-on-one with malkin this is great tristan jari's looking great you know 
Redeem Zohorna has a like a like a, a few nice chances. You know, Redeem Zohorna, good depth guy. I gotta say, this is my assessment after this week. He looks good. You know, didn't think he would, but it's positive. Um, and you and, just, you're just clinging on to any ray of sunshine you can find with this team. Of course, because there really isn't much. Uh, and you know what? He helped create that play on the third goal. Lars Eller, another depth piece. Didn't look half bad, I thought. Uh, he he kind of bangs in a loose puck off the rush after uh, redeems a horna. Poke, you know, pokes away the puck from fucking Josh Manson. Love that. Dari's like going left and right. Rob's Drew. That'd be depressing. Drew on Jonathan Drew scored on him. No, couldn't have that. Sidney Crosby makes scores to make it four nothing, and this was just a dominant performance. And I'm going to savor this game as I describe it. I savored the game as I was watching it, and it was just a, a thorough domination. The Avalanche. Uh, it wasn't just a good bounces game for the Penguins. They fucking dominated. They fucking dominated. Uh, Jari made the saves when they when when he needed to. But honestly, as a whole, I thought this was by far the best game the Penguins played defensively because they they actually you know played defense. So a change for once. You know, because otherwise they didn't do much of that, honestly. Um, but it was just, uh, they, they did in this game, apparently. And, uh, you know, the forwards were back, were back checking nicely. It was just a, a good vibe for nothing of that. I would agree this is by far the best defensive game the Penguins played this week. But that was quite a low bar low to bar. clear. Low bar. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I think you're slightly exaggerating the level of domination, I have to admit. Yeah. I think, you think? Tristan, Tristan Jari uh, was forced to make some excellent saves. And Especially he made them, the, and he which is a rarity the later for this guy. Of the game. Well, yeah. it's not a rarity. I think like, it's not a shock, but it's not like the Penguins dominated and left him, you know, with no work to do. You know, he sure. had to be, he had to be, he had to be good. Had to be good. I thought at several points he was great, uh, but yeah, you're right. Colorado, you know, was also looking pretty pretty bad today uh, during that game. Lots of turnovers happening. Even Kale McCarr, yeah. you know, here and there. Um, yeah. But yeah, this was Pittsburgh's one one bright spot of the week. Uh, yeah. And now we can spend the rest of the time being pessimistic and shitting on them. <sighs> yeah, I enjoyed those two minutes while I was doing Woo. it. I was... Anyways, um, right, yeah, so Sens Ottawa wins. Fuck off. Oh, it's brutal. Wins. Just Get a brutal sense. game. We will talk about the Senators more uh, yeah. momentarily, obviously. Uh, but very importantly, they beat the Penguins. Tristan Jari started this game again. He avenged to shut out by giving up lots of goals. Um,. And then getting yanked for Helberg. <laughs> so, uh, there we go. Uh, first, Ridley Gregg scores an insane deflection in front. Then Brady Kachuk uh, absolutely embarrasses Ryan Graves, who for some reason was on the ice at the same time as Marcus Pedersen. Uh, and it kind of just goes around both of them, shoots a very easy five-hole goal on Jari, makes it 2-0. Uh, and it was 2-0 Ottawa after the first period. Shots were 23-7 to for the Penguins. Yeah, uh, this that's, is that's the type rough. of situation that we Fucking were dealing brutal. with here. Oh, Second man. period, Sens actually get another goal that's called back for offside after they were dominating on the cycle. Uh, and very quickly after that one gets called back, they <clears> get <throat> one anyway. Kubalik answers immediately with a slap shot off the rush. <sighs> uh, the Penguins do score. They, you know, Latang Crosby and Brian Russ connect on a on a very beautiful tic-tac-toe goal. Uh, but before the third period is when Magnus Helberg comes in for the Penguins. Former Ottawa Senator, I believe, to, yep, to finish out the right. game. Um, then, uh, you know, Brady Kachuk scores again. Silky hands after Marcus Pedersen and Eric Carlson get tired. Uh, and then Batherson scores a breakaway goal. Made it 5 nothing Ottawa. Gensel got one more. Made it 5-2. But this was, all in all, uh, a shellacking 
of the Penguins at the hands of your 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 Ottawa Senators. Yeah, your Ottawa Senators. Sure. The general you, yeah. not you, Tysay. Yeah. Just yeah, not me. I'm not a believer. Um, yeah, this is deeply unfortunate. I want to shout out Ryan Graves for looking like shit on so many of the fucking goals. This is ridiculous how often he was on the ice. Um, first goal, he was guarding grass. Ridley agreed. I'll fucking want to tip that. Um, second goal, just, uh, what? He got turnstile by Kachuk. Uh, was it the fourth goal? No, he wasn't on the other. It was the fifth goal. The Batherson goal. Um, you know, this, that was on Latang, you know, Latang and Malkin, you know, they kind of fumbled the puck. But, like, Ryan Graves was, like, fucking off. Uh, and this is in the offensive zone. He was just, like, nowhere. Just nowhere. And he has no speed. He couldn't catch up to Drake Batherson. Um, but he was the, the other defenseman with Latang on the ice. Latang kind of pinched down. And, and Graves was not ready to do anything, apparently. Um, yeah, so you can wear a bunch of goat horns. But, yeah, I don't, this team feels cursed. This team feels cursed. cursed. Uh, you know, like you said. Yeah, cursed. You're going to play you know, magic it, for this? Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> you know, the, the, the curse made Kyle Dubas sign Ryan Graves for six years. And then Lars Yeah, and yeah exactly. So, so he got hexed. And, and, and fucking <laughs> he was under a curse. He, he made, making that mistake and shit. There, but, like, there was you a, know. A, a, someone put a hoodoo on this. Or what was it? Oh. <laughs> Do you remember uh, that? No, no, no. On like the, I don't know if it's still there, but at one point on the Chicago Blackhawks Wikipedia page, um, yeah. there was that thing about like uh, the the owner of the Blackhawks in like the 1930s or 40s or something, who <laughs> was like, uh, I think the team is good enough to finish in first place, um, but we didn't, so I'm gonna fire the coach. And the coach was like. Uh, the the story goes the coach basically said uh, fire me major and you'll never finish in first I'll put a curse on this team that will who do it until the end of time <laughs> uh, but but then uh, it was found out that the journalist who wrote that actually completely made the entire thing up so, <laughs> wow journalistic integrity. have you never we heard of that. this before uh, no I don't think so but oh I have, we gotta I, I gotta it. find this all right oh, keep talking boy. about the penguins while I do some research. But yeah, uh, cursed because you know sometimes they just can't fucking buy a goal. This all these you talk about like that early start against the Stars only got them a goal. This this early start fucking got them negative two goals. Fucking embarrassing, all right? Um, they it just I don't know, man. It's just like they they feel like the better team for such longer stretches, and then like they don't score, and then like they shit the bed on a couple of defensive plays, and all of a sudden it's two nothing. Even though you're you're like sh- kind of shit kicking the sends when I'm watching them, you know, it's just it's ridiculous, it's unfair, it's terrible. And uh, yeah, it's really it's really sad. It's very sad. Um, and yeah, Tristan Jari, fucking why can't he's so inconsistent, man? I guess that's the deal at this point. But like you know, great game coming off a great game against the Avalanche. Looks like dog shit here. Doesn't look good against the Ducks that we'll get into later. Um, but yeah, just just not good. And you know, I will shout out Brian Rust. Another shout out. You know, I'm 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 a dig as hard as I can try to find some some shout outs. But Brian Rust. Looks like Brian Rust from like two years ago, not like the dog shit Brian Rust from last year. So we love a good bounce back story. Um, it looks like he belongs in the top six again, which you could not say last year. All right, I'm interrupting you. Go for it. The Blackhawks played their first game on November 17th, 1926 against the Toronto St. Patrick's at the Chicago Coliseum. They won their first game 4-1 to one in front of a crowd of over 7,000. The Hawks' first season was a moderate success as they finished the season in third place with a record of 19-22-3. However, they lost the 1927 first-round playoff series to the Boston Bruins. Following okay. the series, McLaughlin fired head coach Pete Muldoon. 
According to Jim Coleman, sports writer for the Toronto-based Globe and Mail, McLaughlin felt that the Hawks were good enough to finish first. Muldoon disagreed, and in a fit of pique, McLaughlin fired him. According to Coleman, Muldoon responded by yelling, Fire me, Major, and you'll never finish first. I'll put a curse on this team that will who do it until the end of time. The curse of Muldoon was born, although Coleman admitted years after the fact that he fabricated the the whole incident. Oh, Jesus fucking and Christ. And became one of the first widely known sports curses. While the team would go on to win three Stanley Cups in its first 39 years of existence, it did so without ever having finished in first place, either in a single or multi-divisional format. Wait, so it won those Cups? Oh, it went, wait, so here, here's my clarification. Is it, did they go 39 years without winning a division, or did they win those three Cups without winning the division? Uh, yeah, they won. They went th- in those thirty-nine years. They won three Stanley Cups, but never finished in first place. So huh. Muldoon was for a long time seemed to be correct. Actually, they, they just wow, he, he just he, he only he cared about regular season success, I guess. Yeah, and he really put a, a an effective curse on them via the journalist that completely fucking made it up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Love that. <laughs> love that for Mister Muldoon. Um, and that's that's quite the fabrication. You know, that's some that's some audacity. You know, you one's gotta wonder why didn't the Muldoon guy just come out and be like, "This, this is this is like a complete lie." I feel like I would do that if uh, someone just made up shit about me in the media. You know, just like because lying honestly, about what I said. Made it, he probably didn't mind because it made him look way cooler than he actually was. <laughs> probably. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I hadn't considered yeah. that. So. Yeah. Anyway, back to that's... the Penguins. Sorry for the distraction. No Not problem. really, because it's it's fun. Um, one. Other trend I noticed with the Penguins this week defensively is it feels like a a very large amount, like a disproportionate amount of their goals against are mm-hmm. right in and around the blue paint. And they're not so good at defending right in the net front. I yeah. noticed it against, against Dallas, against Ottawa, which are the only, I guess the only two games we've talked about so far in which they gave up any goals. What do, what do you, what do you make of this? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, like, especially, you know, that Ridley Greeks goal stand out because, you know, he tipped it. And he's so alone. There's nobody there. Um, and it tends to be that they're never the first one on the puck. And it's just, I don't know. It's just a, not a very good defensive team. I don't know what to tell you. You know, like, fucking Mike Sullivan needs to get his, his stuff together and and figure it out. Because, uh, yeah, this team isn't very good defensively on most nights. Um, and that goes, you know, everybody. From the forwards not backchecking hard enough, the defensemen, you know, not seem, seeming like they don't really know what they're doing in their own zone or getting turnstiled off the rush. Uh, yeah, it's a it's it's a widespread problem. Yeah, um, terrible. I was thinking, you know, because in general, obviously, terrible start. You start thinking about like uh, Mike Sullivan's job security, um, and he's been there, you know, for a long time. He's been there for well, he because he joined halfway through the fifteen sixteen season. So we are kind of coming up on ten years of Mike Johnson. Uh, you know, we're, we're two years away from ten years. He's been on the job for almost eight years eight calendar years which hmm. is a long time for a coach um but i still do think he's pretty safe because that was one of the first things Kyle was kind of when he got the job there kind of went out of his way to treat sullivan like a part of the core he was like yeah. when you've got crosby malkin and Latang and mike sullivan you know you you got to be going for it all the time and it's like okay if you think that highly of mike sullivan i guess you're probably not going to fire him and obviously you know a new gm even though I think you would probably have faith that Kyle Dubas would operate differently and smarter, but I don't think Kyle Dubas is in any kind of rush to let go of Mike Sullivan after a bad start. 
No, I don't. I don't think so. I didn't they just give him an extension? Even if he should. Yeah, I, I don't know if he should. You know, it's uh, he's a he's a good coach. He's a good coach, and I stand by uh, him. And I think. I don't think. So it's is time it a personnel is up, problem? Yeah. Um, maybe. I think it's a curse problem. So. <laughs> I think it's a voodoo voodoo problem. That's a nice. You're thing. not allowed to say. You're not allowed to to blame magic. No. Okay. Well. Then you know what? Maybe it is. It's an everything problem. Then it's a roster construction problem. And you know, on, on your point in terms of uh, the the you know defensively, they don't crowd the they don't clear out the net. You know, offensively, they don't really crowd the net either. You know, they don't really create any sort of traffic. I don't know if you noticed. Mm-hmm. It yeah. feels like they just they don't they're allergic to the blue paint on either end of the ice, and that doesn't lend well uh, to the scoring goals. So you know, I don't know what's up with that. I don't know if that's a coaching thing. Kind of feels like a personnel thing, but you know when it when it's when it's te- it's a team wide philosophy to avoid the blue paint. I don't even know who to blame at this point, um, but I think it's a mix of both. Well, we'll say everything is to blame. It's not. It's not. It's not a good vibe here. It's really not. Yeah, I wonder if maybe uh, Sullivan, this you know, whatever tactic that it is not very crease focused worked well with personnel that he would have had and won cups with around twenty sixteen seventeen. But now, you know, maybe the – I wonder if there is kind of a bit of an out-of-syncness between GM and coach in terms of tactic and therefore in terms of, like, the personnel Dubas is bringing in doesn't align with the way Sullivan's coached in the past. Maybe. But it is, It is. you know, they've only had, what, five months to work together? And there's only so much you can do. So, you know, just you wait. He'll bring in Ryan Reeves and then things will be fixed. They'll be great. Oh, uh, yes. I'll have, sure. have a big Nefron presence. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'll be lovely. And the first goal they gave up to the Ducks was also a very similar one. The Penguins did score first. Eric Carlson scored first. Yeah, we love Slap that for shot him. one-timer on the power play. Hell yeah. And the Ducks kind of stormed the net, though. Bam, 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 bam. Silverberg whacking away. Whack, whack, whack. Repeatedly. And eventually it finds its way in. Made it 1-1. Um, second period, Frank Vitrano snipes from the left circle. His ninth goal in his ninth game of the year. Um, which is, you know, interesting for Frank Vitrano. Will Frank yeah. Vitrano win the Rocket Richard Trophy? Well, he's in the driver's seat to do it. So I think, yeah, I think yeah. he should have been one of the stars of the month. I agree. Is this is this in this, this was after uh, the the John Gibson left the game, yeah? Because uh, John Gibson, oh left yes, the game. Um, he uh, made a crazy save on Crosby. You know, behind the back stick save midair, end of the first period. Uh, but then uh, subsequently got injured on that play team. So yeah, uh, replaced by Lucas Dostal, uh for the rest of the game. Who you know, if you haven't been paying attention, that's a that's a timeshare now. Gibson Dostal, and you know what? It hasn't been half bad, and and Dostal's been good in particular. So, so when you said timeshare, I was thinking about those like, uh, like you know those those scam like houses often like the Caribbean. Yeah. Sure. You know the time the timeshares. Is, is the Dex, Ducks goaltending a scam house? Is that is that the commentary you're making? No, I'm just saying when you said timeshare, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Time? What does the timeshare have to do with this? Oh, I get it. They're sharing time. <laughs> that's, that's how it tends to be. Um, but yeah. Anyways, that's the duck goaltending situation. Uh, and, yeah, then they had a, a goal waved off. Yeah, Ross Johnson scored. Uh, and it was waved off for goaltending interference. And I don't fucking understand this one. Um, you know, what was it? Is it, is it Sam Carrick that kind of bumped Carlson into Jari, like, very lightly. But also maybe wasn't, like, really shoving him into Jari. Um, who, who was it? The Greg Cronin. That's the motherfucking guy. Uh, he got real pissed about uh, the no goal. And you know what? Rightfully so. Uh, it was... Uh, what's your take on this this goaltender interference? Obviously, hard to parse out really any goaltender interference call, but this one in particular seemed uh, egregiously bad in terms of overturning it. 
Yeah, honestly, I'll tell you the same thing I've said a few times recently. I cannot get myself to care at this point. I cannot get myself to come up with an opinion like, oh, might as well be goaltender interference, I guess. Which once again, which just speaks to the extreme incompetence of the NHL to come up with it, any consistent application of the rules. Um, so I guess on the sum total, the fact that I can't bring myself to give a shit uh, means they're doing poorly. Yeah, gotta say. Uh, but regardless, uh, this was another instance of uh, not clearing the net properly and also Jari looking like shit. Uh, bumped or not, should have made that save. But they got lucky. That's, that's, what, they do. that's what happened. They got lucky. Uh, and then they got lucky when Greg Cronin couldn't stop fucking running his mouth and got a misconduct. <laughs> it was a five-on-three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Genny Malkin scores from the point. Love that for him. Five-on-the-five-on-three. Five on three. Makes it two-to-two. Two. Uh, and then uh, my hero, Redeem Zahorna. Barry's home a loose puck. You know, he's the he's the guy who's uh who will be around the net. One fucking guy, apparently. Um and then uh so yeah, looking good, three two, feeling it. Uh that lasts for all of 90 seconds. Chris Letang, boneheaded move, turns it over in his own zone, and then doesn't cover the guy he's responsible for. Mason McTavish kind of all alone in front of the net. He buries it, makes it three three. Uh and, and it's it's all looking fine and dandy. Uh they get a five on three, you know, with uh with almost exactly two minutes left. And they get like a minute and a half, five what, on three. What could go it's wrong? Looking, it's, it's, it's looking so good for the Penguins. They're they're at the very least, you know, you, you secured yourself a point, and it's a five on three. You know, you have the best talent in the world, as I would say, uh, on the five, and they only have three Anaheim Ducks players. You know, we love that. Uh, so yeah, it's looking like a W at at, at least an OTL. Nope, psych. Um, as the five on three expires, uh, they. Uh, so that 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 first guy's coming out of the box, and that first guy's Mason McTavish. Uh, they not only could they not score with a minute and a half on the five on three, uh, Eric Carlson kind of uh, turns it over in the offensive zone at the exact wrong time. You could not have turned it at a worse time, uh, which is exactly with Mason McTavish coming out of the box, a breakaway, a shorthanded still breakaway, mind you, with twelve seconds to go in regulation. What a fucking joke! Uh, he scores four three. Don't even get the point. Just just the worst. Just the worst sequence ever I have ever watched. And the Ducks this win is, in regulation 4-3. It's embarrassing. This is one of the most exciting plays you can end a game on. <laughs> I, this was an out-of-the-box breakaway shorthanded goal. When does that ever happen? On a 5-on-3. On a 5-on-3. Yeah. Well, well, by the time he scored, well, it was 5-on-4. I guess, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, of but because of that, three, it was still yeah. shorthanded. You see, that thing was like out of the box and still shorthanded goal on a breakaway. Absurd. That's fun. I remember oh, there was it's fun. When yeah. I was playing hockey back, you know, way back in the day when I was a young child, there was one game I remember. Some we had a an out of the box breakaway goal in the final minute to win the game, and it was it was one of my most one of my favorite hockey memories. We all went crazy because that's how fun that type of play is. And it happened here with the Ducks, and not only is it extremely exciting. Um, but I also have written in my notes, uh, the Penguins will not recover from this. Uh, <laughs> not not only did this game break their season, that play in, of, in and of itself broke their season. They are boned. They are hopeless. Uh, yeah, you know what? I buy it. It's terrible. Just a backbreaker in every single way. Yep. Uh, just brutal. Do you have a more optimistic outlook than I do for the Penguins? I think they will not make the playoffs. Um, okay. I think... I don't know if they'll finish last in the East where they are now, but they, I think, will be not too far from it. Um, I think this team uh, is 
poorly constructed. I think Kyle Dubas had a bad offseason. Um, I think the bottom six is bad. I think the personnel does not correspond to Mike Sullivan's coaching. Uh, I think Ryan Graves is not fitting in whatsoever and is uh, detrimental to the team. Um, and I see little to be optimistic about. Yeah, you know, I still think they'll make the playoffs. You know, everything's going so wrong for them, you know? Like, uh, everyone's playing terrible. That's not a, so, that's not a very inspiring this, this, argument. They'll this, make the playoffs. Look this, how bad everything's going. Yeah, so it can only go better, right? Everyone was good. Yeah, but anyways, I want to I call out some people uh, who look terrible. Uh, Jeff Carter looks like ass. Um, yep. who, who could have seen that coming? He looks awful, man. He's terrible. Uh, you know who's been bad this year? Ricard Raquel um, was terrible this week, just invisible. I thought I was I was informed that this guy was a top six player. Uh, he looks invisible the entire time. Uh, what what is he doing? Um, and uh, you know that just yeah that honestly that whole Jeff Carter line, they, they you know like Noel Achari, I think Matt Nieto's the third guy. Terrible, terrible line. Does nothing. Just negative impacts left and right. Um, your guy Pierre Olivier Joseph didn't even play this week. Looks like that. That's not working out. That's why they. Oh sucked. boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Blame him. No. He stinks. That's the problem. Um, he did not look good the first part of the they season. They gotta get him in there instead of Ryan Graves or instead yeah, of well, Ryan you know, honestly, Shea. Can't, that can't, is. Can't, don't hate that. Um, and uh, Eric Carlson looks only okay, which is terrible. Uh, but you know what? He does defensively. Isn't a complete zero, so we, we love that. But he, he needs that. That power play is not working out, huh? That power play stinks out loud. So they need to figure out the chemistry on that thing because uh, there's a bunch of talent on it and a better defenseman than Chris Letang, quarterback and everything. Uh, it should look better than this because, uh, yeah, like I said, that 5-on-3 um, to end the, that Ducks game was not good. And just as a whole, the power play uh, is not dynamic. It looks very stagnant the entire time. Yep. Um, so based on most of what you've been saying, it does sound like you are not more optimistic than I am. Well, I, I'm, I'm able to identify the myriad of problems this team has, this endless list, this, this, uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I think things can get better. I think the team is better than this. I think Mike Sullivan can turn it around and uh, make the playoffs. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm realistic. I, well, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm calling what I see right now, but I'm optimistic for, for improvements in the future, you know? Oh, you know, speaking of things that are go- that we're predicting are going to happen, we also should mention last week. <laughs> you know, we what? <laughs> uh, what are we talking about the the competition? Yeah, we had our competition last week that I forgot yeah. about, where we each picked. Uh, 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 you know, we picked teams who we thought we were gonna win on Frozen Frenzy. The score was. This is I won. I think it was I, at I least ten did. to six for me. Yeah, I know it wasn't friendly to me. You know. Um, yeah, congratulations. You know, that's that's Thank good. You. That's good. Uh, I'm. I'm still. Apparently, I'm still really just uh, continuing the, the. Maybe I'm just bad at this, huh? Predicting shit. Well, I started the night so strong. Yeah. I was up like six one at one point against you. Yeah. Something like that, and it's you crazy. finished a little stronger, and you won a couple of those late games, but I was still. I still came out on top, um, but you also did win the game that we were attending physically, which was Devils Habs. Yeah. So I guess we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, sure. Yeah. It was, it was a ton of fun. Uh, great seats. Thank you again uh, uh, to to Jill and uh, whatnot. And uh, but yeah, it was a ton of fun. Habs Devils. Uh, we we had a whole bunch of fun shit happen. So I guess we'll we'll go through them. First of all, we took a t- t- we took a nice selfie with the uh, in house DJ. Ah uh, yes, uh, iconic iconic guy. Uh, just a dude. Um, he did not realize we were taking the selfie. No no no. We we went we went in second intermission. First intermission we were like. 
we 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 did not leave our seats for first of all um and we're like wow this is this is fucking nuts this 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 and not in a good way you know just like this 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 stinks uh this the dj show. yeah 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 the dj stinks and he's, he's really trying to he's really going through the motions with i think the commentary you made um and so who let this man all, cook you know, we, we had they let this man cook that's right so we had the idea second intermission let's go uh we made our way around uh we kind of dropped into the so he's like next to a, a door like a gate and so we uh we walked into the gate we sat down in the chair in front of him and uh took a took a selfie without him knowing yeah and it was lovely yeah yep um one of my favorite parts of the game was the puck over glass penalty yeah and yeah. the reason for that is because just a few minutes before I mentioned to you, I said, you know, it would be really fun to see a puck over glass penalty live and in person, which I don't think I ever have before. Then yeah. not only did it happen, it happened perfectly in our line of vision as it like the puck, if it had like kept going in a straight line, would have eventually come into contact with us type of thing. And yeah. we both immediately uh, shouted with joy. <laughs> it's beautiful. Best reaction to a penalty. Uh, most positive experience I've had related to a penalty. Um, and yeah, like you said, perfect, perfect puck over glass penalty. It happened right on our side of the uh, of the rink. And we had a perfect line of sight. You saw a beautiful arc, the trajectory, you saw the whole thing as, you know, Eric Kyle fucking pitched that thing over the glass, beautiful arc, lands in the crowd. You know, what's not to love about that penalty? Really, uh, everything about it was was perfect. Um, other and other great things Foley that happened. Hat-trick. Yeah, I was gonna mention Tyler Toffoli got a hat trick. Uh, I think the end score was five two. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and then three of those goals were Tyler Toffoli. I was really really sold on on Tyler Toffoli trying to get that hat trick after he scored the first two goals. And then uh, yeah, two minutes left or so, uh, the the Habs had the empty net, and you know the, the Devils are uh, putting their guys out, and you know they don't have Tyler Toffoli out there, and it's a travesty. And I'm like moaning and fucking complaining about it. And then eventually he gets on the ice. First chance, he uh, whiffs. He misses the net. He had the puck. He had a great shot, um, but it missed. But then, thankfully, it came back around. He got the hat trick. Some one person threw a hat on the ice. And uh, it was just no, a, a more, great there vibe. One. There were, there were oh, a couple. there was more? Okay, so we love that for him. And uh, just a great vibe from Tyler Toffoli. Couldn't have happened to a better dude. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was a, a great experience. I was really cheering for it by the end of the game. That was really my bit was a Tyler yep. Toffoli hat trick. And we also uh, decided not to take part in the fifty-fifty raffle. Um, this is a a point of point of discussion throughout the night. Yeah, um, even though it would have changed our lives to win, we realized would have. We realized that we wouldn't win if we bought tickets <laughs> because of the amount of people who had done the same thing. Yeah, that's the t- that's how it tends to be. I was actually I was talking um, to my other friend about it about fifty-fifty raffles in general. Yeah, and and she has a theory that the fact that it's called fifty-fifty. Even though mm-hmm. everyone knows that it means you take fifty percent of the pot and the company or whoever keeps the other fifty percent, yeah, it it plays a trick on your brain if you're thinking because fifty fifty has this connotation of like oh there's a fifty percent chance you'll win, type of thing, and even if people in their in their brain the smart part of their brain don't actually believe that, to hear like oh the raffle it's the fifty fifty you think like ooh a fifty fifty I'll take those odds. You know what? I think your your friend absolutely dead on, incredibly correct. Uh, yeah. I think it it it's it, it just basically obscures the actual percentage, you know, yes. um, of you winning, which is like zero point zero zero one. Yeah. Um, and so you know they they don't call it zero point zero zero one ninety nine point nine 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 for a reason. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. So you know what? I buy this theory. I'm, I'm on board. Um, yeah. So we did do the 50-50. I want to shout out uh, Mike Matheson. He scored the second halves goal. Uh, just uh, he just went Bobby Orr. Everyone lost it. It was just yeah. uh, crazy because this guy went end to end, end to end, split the Devils split the defenders. Defense. Yeah, it was crazy. This guy, uh, he's, he was he balled out for like five seconds. We love that for Mike. And then Max. on the next shift, he fell down, so we started calling him Bobby Floor. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Mike Matheson, he does stuff occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that was that was the Habs Devils game. It was a great time. A plus experience. And uh, Jack Hughes was awesome. He was a uh, first star. He was just killing a treat to watch. Honestly, first start of the month of October, the NHL. Oh yeah, no, I didn't see that. Oh, yep, for him. I Easy. think it was Jack Hughes, Elias Pettersson, David Pasternak. I think those were the three. Hmm. Okay. Well, congratulations to him. And uh, yeah, that, that's that. Any anything else on that game before we move on to greater hockey news? Um. Oh, one funny thing. We well, we both bought extremely overpriced apple juice. We did. It was ridiculously six, overpriced. Six bucks seventy-five for like a, yeah. a standard. Oh my! Standard yeah, bottle. I wasn't even gonna say the number because I was too embarrassed. But you've <laughs> gone ahead and did already. And as you might know, yeah. you know, um, you can't. They always take the cap off the drinks at the Bell Center, <laughs> off the bottles, yep. right? Um, yeah. We might have talked about this already when we went to a game like a year and a half ago, um, and we decided next time we go to a game, uh, we will bring our own bottle caps and we will put them on those bottles um, because we know the Bell Center won't let us have. And we were, we were brainstorming what's the best way to do it. And I think we came up with a very funny, very funny idea, which is when we get our, our juice bottles, we say, oh, yeah. what, we, we, get, we can't keep the cap? And they go, no, sorry. And we go, oh, that's okay. And we take our own caps out of our <laughs> own pockets and put them on the bottles so that everyone can see oh, and then we walk away. That idea still cracks me up. Oh, it's, um, it's great. It's a fantastic idea. It's the best idea, and uh, yeah, that's the plan. I just the only the hardest part, honestly, is uh, remembering to do it. Um, so, you know, and also honestly, mustering the willpower to pay like whatever amount it is next time yeah, for a, a similar drink. Next time it'll be seven fifty. So. Yeah, it'll be crazy. So uh, yeah, just a psychotic price for we a drink. Save up. Yeah, we could save up. Yeah, I'm gonna put my pennies in my uh, in my cap jar. Not only do I have to like get a have the money to buy the bottle um, at the Bell Center. I also have to buy a cap. Yeah, I have to buy a similar bottle. Oh, that oh, is well. true. A Minute Maid. Yeah, a Minute Maid bottle. It has to be, it gotta be the right size and everything. Shouldn't we'll it be too hard out. to find? Yeah, I think so. It'll be significantly cheaper to buy the first one than to buy the one in, in the arena, you know? Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah, I think so, I think uh, actually yeah. there's a cafe in the Concordia Library that I go to <clears> quite often that has those exact bottles for like three fifty. Okay. All right. So, you know, it'll be an $11 bit, um, and that's pricey, but, you know, well, well, it'll be really funny, yeah. as long as it doesn't get get us kicked out or anything like that. I don't what see how they can What can they stop us from bringing a bottle cap? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Wait, yeah. honestly, they, what if they confiscate it at security? They're not going to, they, you know, you can just keep it in your pocket. Yeah, don't they, they say, do? don't they say empty your pockets? Yeah, just put it in my sock, you know, like... You're While you're literally, you're actually, you're going to like sneak it in illegally for the bit. Well, it, you're sneaking it, uh, you're sneaking it in illegally regardless. You know, it's just like how clandestine do you want to make the approach? Um, no, I always like, but the thing about putting it in your in your shoe is if you get caught, it's obvious that you knew what you were doing is wrong, mm. which is why I would prefer just to have it sitting in my pocket. Maybe back pocket, you know? 
I I never have back pockets. Oh, okay. See, I don't use my back pocket, so you know, conceivably, oh, sorry, I forgot my pocket. And plus, it's not it's not metal, so it's not going to get detected. That's you know? true. And this conversation is going to get us blacklisted. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, regard, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Just uh, don't don't check my back pocket. I guess. Right. Um, Should we so, talk yeah. about right. the the saddest news of the week? Yeah, sure. We can we can go there. Yeah, um, which is yeah, also so Adam Johnson. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess you can go ahead. Yeah, so Adam Johnson, uh, yeah, tragically uh, died on the ice. I think it was uh, after he got a, a skate to the neck. He was playing in the, uh, the the British Hockey League out there, you know. And Adam Johnson, you know, former NHL player. I don't know exactly which team he played. He played for the Penguins. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, just a, a, a really a freak accident. Took a skate to the neck, and uh, yeah, died as a result. Just uh, a really, a really brutal way to go. Um, and uh, yeah, clearly took the, the entire hockey community aback. And uh, you know, we've seen some, we've seen some action as a result of it uh, in terms of you know protective measures. And it's uh, you know, now, now, he, he, yeah, so you know, neck neck guards and whatnot. People are really looking into that. I know the WHL has uh, mandated neck guards for all their players, and the NHL and the NHLPA are looking into you know stuff to do in the future. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's very unfortunate that you know they didn't they didn't have like you know all these hockey leagues didn't have uh, you know preventative measures ahead of time uh, because this was a you know a freak accident but also pretty preventable um, and uh, you know really the worst outcome you can can get from from not having that that measure in there. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, one uh, thing about like because uh, I obviously know what we've offered. We've been watching hockey for years, and you see very many players, you know, just no neck protection at all, completely exposed. And I think a lot, a lot of people have made comments, like I know, even especially kind of new hockey fans, people who don't watch that much, like, why are their necks completely exposed? Like there are there are skates on the ice, and you kind of shrug it off. You go, yeah, yeah, it's it's dangerous. It's just kind of stupid. Um, and everyone is, you know, obviously this is a, a freak accident. Um, but on the other hand, you know. When everyone does have no neck protection for an indefinite amount of time, it's pretty. It's kind of inevitable sooner or later that there is going to be some kind of freak accident that happens, and it's an un- unfortunate truth in general that it does take an event like this, such a tragic event, for people to kind of snap awake and to to take the the necessary steps. I was trying to. I wasn't planning on watching the video of the all nice incident. I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of ended up seeing it accidentally if you haven't seen it yet um which by now i think if you i mean if you haven't then you wouldn't if unless you wanted to i suggest yeah. you don't it's it's not fun yeah no i can imagine um so yeah no there's uh you know if, it, at least at least it, it does spur people into action so you know hopefully we don't get something like this in the future um because yeah it's, it's just uh unnecessary risk and uh yeah like you said freak accident or not it's uh when when you when you you know run the risk everyone's running the risk at the same time when they're playing like that it uh you know stuff like this it it, it, you know it happens so you know it's yeah the the bright side if if there's a bright side is that you know they're looking at looking like this has spurred real action in terms of you know preventing similar incidents in the future and uh yeah it does feel like maybe this has uh you know spurred the the greater hockey community uh, for for greater awareness on this issue, um, so yeah, you know, it's not just the, the the it's not just isolated to the British Hockey League, but you know, leagues around the world like the WHL and you know NHL look into it, and then you know people who you know you're just playing pickup hockey 
maybe you consider, you know, wearing a neck guard, um, mm-hmm. you know, even though, you know, traditionally, you know, you just strap on your skates and get out there. Um, but, you know, everyone's running that risk when you're not wearing that neck protection, right? So uh, just kind of shine, shines a light on that issue. Uh, and I think it's well warranted. Yeah. Someone on uh, Twitter, I don't remember who, shared uh, kind of a picture of uh, his own neck because he had had a similar kind of uh, neck injury and has mm-hmm. like quite a very like a visible scar. Um, he yeah. said he was wearing a neck guard that you know blunted the the blow, and mm. you, you still see it had a big impact, you know, and he was right. injured severely, uh, but it probably saved his life, you know. So, mm. yeah. Um, even if because that's another kind of you know people think like oh like a neck guard could it have really like stopped this incident, and it's like well, could have helped, could have at least made a difference. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Uh, just a, just a, just a really sad story. The whole thing, yep. you know. And it's like, uh, yeah, no, nothing. I don't have anything else to add on this. Uh, All yeah. right, okay. Moving on, um, things have been uh, crazy in Ottawa in Sands Land. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we have been getting yes. sensed left and right over the past ten days. Crazy uh, week and a half. Yeah. So it starts with Shane Pinto. Um, you know, uh, so I think as as far as I understand the story. Please correct me if, if you think I'm getting things wrong. Okay. Uh, Shane Pinto, uh, somebody, we don't know who, was using Shane Pinto's gambling account to make bets f- for themselves with Shane Pinto's money, which is against the rules. Um, and so the NHL suspended him for 41 games, even though they weren't NHL games. Um, and, and yeah, so that's the story. So this is this is this is a strange story, all right? Because I, first of all, the details aren't totally clear. I hadn't heard about this this third party making bets on behalf of Shane Pinto with his money. But even so, um, players are allowed to bet on non NHL games. Yes. Right. So, yes. so that's not the crime. The crime isn't that he bet on some football games, and the NHL made it clear that he Shane Pinto did not bet on an NHL game, which is you know. A, a suspension worthy thing right so yes that'll that'll get you suspended but that's not what he did so it, it is it's weirdly opaque what exactly was the crime that shane pinto did that got him suspended 41 games is it what did a third party bet through his account on yeah, an nhl game sure. I, it's no i think it's, i think it's just the, like it's against the rules as like a professional athlete to have somebody else use your own betting account for betting of any kind because then really? that can be like traced to your name or something or I don't know what, and it's just kind of dangerous, nefarious, secret betting activity that, type of thing. Really? Is, is that is that the deal? Okay. I think uh, so. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. I, I really hadn't heard anything about this this sort of bit, but sure, I'll take your word for it. Um, also, as I understand it, it's a complete yeah. coincidence that this is happening to the one RFA who hadn't signed. Yeah. Because like. That's- because a lot of people jumped to the conclusion like, oh, that's why Ottawa didn't sign him because there was this investigation going on. They didn't find out about it until I think training camp had at least already begun. Um, so there was not really a correlation. And once Ottawa found out, uh, it rescinded all the offers that it had already made. Yeah, that weren't the qualifying offer. Yeah, so it's clear that this holdout is <laughs> yeah, it is, it's just a bizarre coincidence that this happens to the one guy um that that isn't signed. That's, that's it's an RFA and it is not, is unsigned. Um, just just bizarre. And uh, yeah, so important to note. 
the suspension, 41 games, it actually, it's not, he doesn't have a contract, but it's actually, he's being suspended right now. Um, so the suspension starts at the beginning of the season, which is kind of strange, right? You know, technically, How does that even work? I don't know. Like, you know, I guess because he's an RFA, so, you know, rights and whatnot. So, uh, like, if he was a UFA, maybe it wouldn't be the same case. I guess. Uh, I, I really don't know. Um, but then again, I have no clue. At that point, you know, you can suspend, you can suspend anybody. You can, you can suspend me for half a season, you know, for, for doing whatnot. Might as well. Because uh, I'm just some some guy without an NHL contract, just like Shane Pinto. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, just that's, that was the first blow in Ottawa. You, you lost Shane Pinto for half the season. Well, you'd already lost him for a bunch of games because you couldn't fucking sign the guy. Uh, and that whole contract dispute, couldn't figure that out because you have no cap space. But then now you can't even sign him. You probably don't want to sign him because he's out half the season. Crazy. Yeah. Um, and this was just the beginning. Because uh, you might remember that Evgeny Dadunov fiasco from a couple trade deadlines ago. Um, so I remember, So basically... Uh, Vegas wanted to trade him. Was it to Anaheim? Yep, this was for cap considerations. Yeah. Yes. Was this like a Vegas wanted to trade? It was like a dad enough for future considerations type of thing. Something like that, or they wanted they were they were about to get a contract back that they could LTIR or something. Some yeah yeah something like that, um, which they ended up doing with the Coyotes that summer for Shea Weber, um, but. That ended up getting nixed because Dadnov did not have the ducks on, or did have the ducks on his no trade list. And Vegas was going, "What? You don't have a no trade list?" And he said, "Yes, I do." And he did. And so the trade ended up not happening, and Vegas kind of boned themselves. Um, and now we find out uh, about a year and a half later, right, that um, yeah. it was Ottawa's fault. <laughs> it was all the fault of the Ottawa Senators. Because mm-hmm. when Ottawa traded Dadnov to Vegas for Nick Holden, I think, and maybe a draft pick, Ottawa did not disclose the contract information and Dadanov's uh, no trade clause and you know conditions and all that. Um, now I think there's, I'm sure once again there's a little more to it that isn't being made completely public, because it does seem like. The natural thought is to go, oh, shouldn't Vegas be able to do more due diligence? Shouldn't they be able to take a closer look uh, at the contract? You know, um, shouldn't they have, you know, like there should be some kind of way for the, for some of the blame to be placed on Vegas as well. Which leads me to believe that Pierre Dorian did extremely intentionally lie and very intentionally <laughs> try and mask uh, and mislead. Oh the the facts of the deal in order to facilitate the trade um thinking it wouldn't come back to bite him uh and if so that is absolutely a fireable offense especially now that it's cost the ottawa senators a first round pick forfeited <laughs> uh, and, and it was a fireable offense regardless uh because he's a bit fired uh, is, the, is the last part of the story yeah um, so is it justified i think yes yeah, okay. So that's the thing. I, I It's hard to say because we don't know. Ah, oh, man, they really don't give us anything out here in terms of details um, because we don't know exactly what the, the detail, like how it went down. You know, obviously they had an investigation into it. So I don't I don't know whether Pierre Dorian did it like nefariously. He was like trying to hide it or whether he's just, you know, a dumb dude who just like forgot to extend that information over. I, I really don't know. Uh, it's hard to say. And obviously one is worse than the other in terms of, you know, intention and, and 
you know, it's obviously worse if he tried to hide it. But honestly, there's there's no. It, it might just be like, and if that's the case, then yeah, first round picture, that's fitting. But if it's just like this dude forgot to send over the paperwork, which a very well might be, we have no nothing to say otherwise. Um, you know, kind of kind of a stiff punishment, I'd say. Uh, but you know, it's not particularly outrageous either way. I don't think. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. On the point of due diligence, you know, every, every I can go on cap friendly and look up Evgeny Dadunov, and I know he has a modified no trade clause. On, on, so on Vegas's front, I don't know how how that kind of s- slips under the radar. You'd think, you know, like they get this the contract that he signed sent over, you know, something like that. I feel like that's probably standard work. You know, you yeah. get the player, all right, send over the contract that he fucking signed um, to that dictates what we're paying this guy. Um, you'd think so. I don't know. But, and hey, what do I don't know the details. You know, if Ottawa also really did like hide it on purpose, why did it take Vegas so long to file this complaint? Yeah, it's 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 the whole thing is strange and and made stranger by the fact that they really insist on keeping everything opaque. You know, keeping keeping the details away. Uh, but yeah, it it, it is. I just feel kind of stiff. First rounder, you know, it feels like they just they could have done more or they could have complained harder, but. You know, clearly they saw an opening to do it now, and that investigation has led them to this. Yeah, you know, Michael Anlauer, new Sens owner. You know, did you see some yeah. of the things he was saying about this? Yeah, he was uh, pissed, pissed off. Yeah, honestly, man, I don't feel bad for him. Of course, it's no. very funny. The Sens, you know, like Gary Bettman's trying to sell the Sens for so long. He's like, please, a billion dollars, and Michael Anlauer's like, no, nine hundred million, not a penny more. Gary Bettman goes fine. Michael Anlauer gets his team hundred million dollars. Walks into the biggest tire fire. Shane Pinto's getting suspended for half the season. You can't even sign your third line center under the cap. All of a sudden, you you lied to the Golden Knights a year and a half ago. You're losing your first round pick. You got to fire your a year GM. and a half later. Yeah, no, yeah. seriously. And Michael Anlauer, he's what he said. My favorite quote was, "I'm looking forward to fewer calls from the league." <laughs> right after firing Pierre Dorian, he said, "This is the last yeah. last draw." Make it Steve yeah, Stales, that's his guy. New interim GM. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so we'll, we'll get it. Yeah, let's get into that GM change, uh, Pierre Dory. You know, it just seemed like he was on the hot seat, regardless of this. Um, yeah. With, you know, rumors that Stales was uh, was really an Ann Lauer guy and he was being looked at as, you know, really uh, the guy in waiting, you know. So maybe Pierre Dorian was a bit of a lame duck, unless he really turned things around. Uh, but, uh, no, clearly he, he didn't. He actually took things further into the shit, apparently. Yep. Um and uh, yeah, so it, it does look like they were just looking for an excuse to fire Pierre Dorian, and uh, obviously they, they found a very, very convenient excuse, a very big one. Um, well, like you said, well justified uh, to, to fire this guy, and honestly, well probably well justified to fire Pierre Dorian, regardless of this incident, based on his track record as the general manager of the Auto Senators. Um, how long was he? Eight years on the job or something like that? Wow, that's uh, crazy. And, uh, oh, well, oh, I saw such a great headline. I want to try and find that again yeah. um, because sure. I thought it was so good. It was basically like uh, Pierre Dorian's failure as Sens GM comes down to his inability to form professional relationships with anyone but Eugene Melnick. <laughs> yeah, that's that's on point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure, that's, that's a banger. That's a that's a banger. That's a banger. Um, so yeah, we, we we love that for him. You know, I feel uh, like it had uh, it it hasn't really sunk in for me yet that Pierre Dorian. Uh, this is Tyler Ray, uh, who wrote this. Uh, yeah. Oh no, Tyler Ray just uh, tweeted about it. It's someone named Luke. Anyway, anyway, yeah. The summer of Pierre is over. The fall of Dorian was inevitable. That's what it says. And I guess that's a quote from the article. 
The fall of what? Uh, the summer of Pierre is over. The fall of Dorian. Oh. Oh, the fall of... Oh, oh, that's a good bit. Yeah. I get it. That's a, that's a handy line. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Um, Thumbs up. Yeah, so I feel like... Man, it hadn't really sunk in for me yet. Like, yeah, Pierre Dorian's... He's gone. He was a good meme GM. He really was. And I think the meme was greater improved by the fact that every now and then he'd make an insanely good move. <laughs> and you think like, oh, is this guy actually good? Like, is he... Yeah. Is he actually smart? You know, is he? Are we going He's just being somewhere? Being held this? back by by Melnick, you know. Is yeah, exactly. Much, That's what know? we thought for a yeah. long time, you know. And he's bringing these pieces in, and you know, making that good to bring it trade that we thought was good, then turned out to not work out at all, and then he made a terrible to bring it trade, you know. <laughs> signs Corposalo for too much, you know. Extremely mixed bag. Uh, we came very close to meeting him that one time. We did. Um, you know, Breathing it's a uh, yeah. This um, I look back. I think these past eight years, you know, we should. It was just the long summer of Pierre. That's how we should look at things. Um, and I texted <laughs> you. I made. Uh, I'm sure you did not realize that I was making a reference to Teen Beach Movie when I said the endless summer has finally come to an end. Um, mm, I, in regards to Pierre Doran, but I did. Yeah. Uh, so. Ah, very nice. Yeah, just a iconic, very iconic man. Um, it, it is sad. It, it is with a hint of sadness that that this come this rain comes to an end. Yes. Uh, mostly because I don't have a stake in the Senators, really. So um, it was funny just to see this guy bumble around. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I'll miss him. I hope he gets another job. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, just uh, have a good one, Pierre. Enjoy your time off, and I hope you come back stronger and ready to to Pierre another team. You know, uh, you know, iconic moments. Also, the we're a team, can't forget, uh, just a, uh, yes. an iconic interview. Uh, we, we love that from him. And he gave us, he, he just delivered us the fans of the NHL, not the fans of the Senators, the fans of the NHL, uh, just a, a lot of great content. Probably delivered this, the, you know, the Sens fans a lot less than they wanted. Um, but, you know, I don't care. Um, and he gave me what I wanted. So, you know, are the yeah. Sens even a team anymore? No, actually, it's a, they're a collection of individuals. They don't yeah, have the guy gonna... that binds them together. Yeah, that was Pierre. You know, I want to end this segment by saying, on this day, we pronounce that Pierre Dorian shall rise in the future. He shall manage another team, and we resolve. Let the summer of Pierre begin once again. Yes, here, here. Cheers. Amen. Cheers Amen. indeed. To a long rain, a fruitful rain. Not in terms yes. of success, but, you know, all nice, but off nice, yeah. All right. All right. Okay, so I actually only have half an hour left in this practice room. Plus, my, right. I don't have my charger with me, and my laptop's at 24%. Um, okay. So uh, that's some priorities to get through. Uh, we can very quickly hit decentralized draft, which seems like it's going to happen at one point. Terrible idea? Terrible idea. Just uh, We went to the draft a couple years ago, or, yeah, a couple years ago now. It was great. It was lovely. Uh, the whole like convention format with all the teams in a table not only is it a good viewing experience if you're in the city, but it just it's a good vibe. Uh, just watching at home, you know, everyone's everyone's kind of the whole league is in the same place, and it's just not the same if everyone's you know off in their war rooms uh, in their respective cities. Yeah, um, I think this is the result of cheap ass owners who don't want to pay for like eight thousand bucks for hotels, um, which is you know obviously just miserable. Um, but what they're saying out loud at least is like, oh, it's too close to free agency. 
as if free agency is like locked into July 1st eternally and there's nothing we can do about it. Like just literally change it to like any day you want in July. It does not matter. Yeah. There is already the NHL has a problem of like a dead off season um, where it's just too long where there's, <laughs> there's really yeah. nothing to talk about. Um, other leagues do it better. Things like the NFL, um, you know, it, you can, you, the NHL has improvements to make in terms of their scheduling um, in terms of just to make it more dynamic off season. And part of it is to not have your two marquee events happen within like 20 days of the end of the season. And then that's it. You know, we call it a day. Yeah. So, I think they'd probably say that like the GMs do want like a break in the summer, you know? Sure. Okay. So, so that's honestly, but fair. if the draft is too close to free agency, make the, for like all the travel and stuff, <clears throat> extend free agency by, I mean, or start it like three days later, July 4th. How about sure. that? You know, man, how much, how much does this travel travel take out of you? huh? But like, honestly, so I think impossible. the bigger problem is everyone just wants to work less and travel less and pay less and they don't really yeah, care. That, that seems, yeah. They're just, they're, they're just kind of mucking it up and yeah. You know, putting lipstick on a pig. Yeah. But, uh, yep. Yeah, that seems to be the, the, the core of it. They don't want to do the thing. All right, to, well, we vote against up. this, so. Yeah, we're, we're, we're anti this. All right. Um, next next up, quick we want to hit. Talk about the PWHL? Oh, uh, yeah. I want to spend a little more time on that. So, first, sure. let's quick hit. Joe Thornton retired. Paul Stasny retired. Let's ask the question that everyone's been asking this week. Which one of those two players had the better career? Paul Stasny. Uh, that's not even close. Yeah, absolutely. No, um... Yeah, I mean, Joe Thornton hasn't played in like a year, right? So he played last two years, took the year off last year, and uh, he's kind of making a formal, I guess. Um, yeah, cool guy, iconic, great career, Joe Thornton. Yep, Joe Thornton, one of the one of the greats. Um, too bad he never won the Stanley Cup. That would have been a fun one. That was, I think, the major ogwack dating all the way back to you know, like even like twenty fourteen, probably. He was already kind of considered old. Um, uh, yeah, he's been, you know, fun guy, fun personality, one of the greatest playmakers of all time, I'd say, or at least of the, the 21st century, Cap era. Um, where did he finish in all-time points? Top 30, I think. I mean, well, up there, up. absolutely. Definitely sure. a first you, ballot you Hall talking. of Famer. Um, yeah. He, you know, was kind of uh, forced into retirement. He was not an NHL player at this point. But I don't think there's any shame in that. You know, some some people will say, "Oh, it's you know depressing to see a once great player, once superstar player, kind of keep playing until they suck and no one wants them, and then retire." I don't think that's bad at all. I think you left everything. I think that means you left everything you possibly could out on the ice. Isn't that what everyone's always saying you should do? Give it your hundred percent till the final buzzer. And Joe Thornton, you know, he waited till the final buzzer. So yeah, how's that for poetic? Yeah, sure. Um, there's there's something to be said for going out on top or whatever, but you know, there's also totally something on the other end of uh, you know playing until you you really can't and you you don't deserve to be in the league anymore. And honestly, probably played a couple years beyond that, um, given how he looked at the end of his career. So uh, yeah, and I looked it up. He's twelfth on the on to all time list in terms of points. Oh geez, so, even higher than I thought. Yeah, 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 higher, really higher. You know, Sidney Crosby's fifteenth. It's kind of nuts to me that he's that high. Um, but yeah, twelfth place, Joe Thornton. Good for him. He played. Fucking 25 years, basically, in the league. So uh, just, uh, I think it's 24 seasons, minus lockouts and whatnot. Um, and uh, that's, that's uh, yeah, shout out to Joe Thornton. And shout out to Paul Stastny, who uh, was a guy. Um, it's good for a segment. And uh, I, I really don't have any other takes on Paul Stastny. Oh, we love you, Paul Stastny. Well done. Um, all right. Yeah. Now, time to talk about the PWHL. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. So, they have not announced any names for their teams yet, but they have filed trademark applications for six possible team names, which could only lead you to believe certain things, which is that these are the, the, the team names that they're planning on. I have never seen such unanimous disdain and un- <laughs> and unanimous <laughs> hatred for all six team names. Each and every one of them is worse than the last and as bad as the next. We got <laughs> the Toronto Torch, the Montreal Echo, the Ottawa Alert, the Minnesota Superior, the Boston Wicked, and the New York Sound. Now, to give the BWHL some credit... I think having six of the most atrocious sounding names in all of sports history could potentially be their claim to fame and attract a lot, attract some headlines, attract some news, get some eyes on the product. People Um, were talking about it. People were talking about it. Absolutely. But on the other hand, man, I I can't, I don't care. I I cannot stand these names. My first react, my first thought, (laughs) Montreal Echo, Ottawa Alert, New York Sound. These are all the same name. These are the same thing. That's too funny. Someone was was like, what is this, like a rescue mission? Like half the league? (laughs) What's going on here? Come on. And I was actually surprised. I think my least favorite one, I think, is Ottawa Alert because those back-to-back vowels, you have to, like, stop partway through. Ottawa Alert, you know? It sounds terrible. It's not fun to say. It's it's miserable. It's really miserable. Um, What's the chant there? Huh? Go alert, go. Be yeah. alert, be alert. Yeah. Like, what, alert, alert. We are the alert. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! I just threw up in my mouth. Anyway, <laughs> I so next I think years bled. What most people yeah. are actually saying is that the worst name is Boston Wicked, and I found that interesting. And it was reminded to me that Wicked is like a thing people stereotypically say in Boston a lot, like Wicked this or whatever. Um, uh, but everyone was saying to call it, uh, like, Wicked can't be used as a noun in that same way. I think it kind of mimics Minnesota Wild. And I don't think Wild is mm. a great name. But I think the no. Wild is a thing that exists, at least. And you know yeah. what we were talking about? The Wicked, there's no such thing. This is a sport. This is named after a Broadway play. That's what this team is. <laughs> it's missing a noun. Honestly, I think Boston Wicked, I think if you add another na- like an animal, I think that would be a fine name. Boston Wicked Werewolves. Fine. I can live with that, honestly. Would be the best here, absolutely. And then we, I think t- we got Toronto Torch. We got alliteration, at least. All right. We, we got that working for us. And Minnesota Superior. Just one of them, though. The yeah. only alliteration. The one only out alliteration. of six. Somehow it turned out that Minnesota Superior is the second best name out of all these. <laughs> That's what we're working with here. I've never. This is a miserable collab. If you asked me to come up with six worst names, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> There's no, I, there's nothing here, no redeeming qualities on this entire list. <laughs> I hope the PWHL sticks with all six of these names so we can oh, keep yeah. the bit mo- moving along in the future. Those are my thoughts. They have to. They have to. They have to keep it. Because, oh, boy, you're absolutely, oh, boy, this is this is uh, terrible. I'd be like, man, how can you say Superior is the second one? That might be my least favorite. Because, like, you know, like, again, like, what what's the, first of all, on the Boston Wicked, I don't even, I don't even make that association the association, the positive association of like, oh, wicked! It's so cool, you know. It's like, oh, that's wicked. That's a wicked shot. Um, I just thought like wicked, like evil witch, you know. That that's where my brain went to. Um, so it was just like, you know, I guess it's kind of appropriate. They had the the Salem witch trials over there in Boston, you know, or Salem in that Massachusetts true. back in the day. So I don't know if that's intentional. Uh, but either way, regardless, the team sucks. Uh, the team name sucks. Um, yeah, it's an adjective. What the hell was up with that? And like, I you know, honestly, you putting Minnesota Superior second is is insane to me. Um, 
that's gotta be like, if not no worse, that might be worse than Wicked. If it's not, it's first place. There's no way it's worse than Ottawa Alert. That's by far the worst one to me. Ottawa yeah, Alert, are you, you kidding know, me? <laughs> at least a fucking noun. Superior, that's another fucking adjective. Not only is it like, what? We're talking about adjectives here, man. Is it, is it superior? It's supposed to be about, about the lake? Like, what the fuck's the deal there? But the thing about superior is it kind of like, it implies the noun being team, the Minnesota superior team type of thing. No, it doesn't. That's the problem. Well, you could say that about Wicked, you know, the Boston Wicked team, because they're Wicked. You know, like, you can't make that argument and then apply it only to one team because you like Superior better for some reason. I, I just, I, I won't stand by that. And okay. it's just, it's so stupid. It's just like, Superior, what does it mean? It just means better. Yeah? Yeah? Might as well just call us the, the Minnesota betters. Huh? What's the difference? Might as well. You're just, you're just putting lipstick on this fucking terrible pig of a name, of a concept. It's, it's, it's a disaster. I don't, I don't even know why they were Superior. That's just so stupid. All right? It's just like... Well, no shit. You want to claim that you're better? That's the whole fucking point of sport, huh? Like, like, jeez. <laughs> I think that that John Bois tweet. I was like, I wish there was one way to tell if one football team was better than another. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, apparently they're really trying to get a leg up on the other teams um, before they hit the ice. And and so in that sense, you know, they really really staked a claim to being the best team by really committing to the bit. And by, uh, ah, yes, this is our statement of intention. We want to be better than everybody. Um, geez, that's just, just terrible. I, can I we just spend, hate it. Can we also spend yeah. some time roasting New York sound? <laughs> sure. Because yeah, I think it's, it's, yeah. it's based on, there's some kind of New York geographical thing. Like, uh, I know there's like the Bridgeport Sound Tigers. Like the sound is a thing in New York, right? Sure. Let me look this up. Yeah, Long Island Sound. That's a thing. It's, yeah, I've heard of that, but I don't. I don't know what that is. You know. So now it's the double meaning they're tr- they're going for that it's like oh there's like the Long Island Sound. It's a marine sound and tidal estuary of the Atlantic Ocean. Um, okay, what's a marine you, sound? A, a sound is a small body of water. That's what it is. There you go. So that's okay. it's a there's a small body of water that I guess New York has a famous one, and there's a double meaning I guess with the fact that it's noisy. Uh, that's what we have going on here. Um, I don't think I should need to explain why this name sucks. Um, but honestly, I th- I think the Montreal Echo. At first, I was like, okay, maybe that name isn't terrible, but I think the fact that you have a small league with only six teams, and one of the other teams is named Sound, and Echo is by definition like a smaller, weaker repetition of a sound, <laughs> makes the name that much worse. Oh, 100%. You're 100% on point. When you made that observation, that first observation between the three teams is basically the same. I lost it. Like the echo alert sounds, same thing. Yeah. I was like, man, that's so on point. That's so correct. And then now, yeah, to take it even deeper, the echo is just a weaker version of the sound. It makes even less sense. Um, and yeah, the, the New York, yeah, I don't know, man. Like just, first of all, like both meanings stink. You know, like the first meaning is a small body of water. Who gives a shit? I've never been intimidated by it a small body of water sound, you know, like it's like calling them the fucking lakes or the oceans or the rivers, you know, it's like, or the, or the fjords, on, like, get a real, like get the it. New York tsunami, please. like, come on, geez. Yeah. A like, like a hurricane. Please. That's cool. That's like, ah, yes. You know, it's a powerful storm. Avalanche. We don't love the hurricanes. Ah, uh, oh, sure. You know, natural phenomena, you know, but like, it's like, it's intense. You know, this is, this is, this is a completely, uh, harmless body of water. All right. That doesn't, that's no shit to me. All right. And, and you know, like boats float on it and like, that's great. And, and, like, that's a sound, right? Like, and I've never even heard of that to make things worse. So, terrible. And then, like, obviously, uh, the other meaning, which is just, uh, like, noise, all right? Uh, who gives a shit? 
all right? I might as well, at that point, we're just the fucking naming shit, yeah? The New York vision, the New York taste, the New York f- touch. Like, 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 <laughs> that's, what the, just, that's what the six team should have been. The five sentence, the five senses, <laughs> uh, plus, yeah, honestly. plus the Minnesota uh-huh. Superior. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, like, well, what are we doing here, man? Sound? We're just, we're just naming our teams after abstract concepts. Like, it's, it's an absolute joke. Uh, and, the Montreal uh, yeah, Nuance. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Honestly, um, it, it's the same vibe. You know, it's the same caliber of team name. And uh, yeah, Echo. What's so threatening about it, Echo? See, this is we're just naming shit. We're just naming harmless natural phenomena. Like, like, come on. That's a that's a, such a joke. Like, like you know, like I might as well you know, like fucking Montreal pedestrian. Like, I'm just naming shit. Like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> like just, just fucking call it that. Like, this is so stupid. No, that's right. actually that fits in perfectly with the six names that are already there, which is why it's so funny. No, the, no, they're gonna expand. We're gonna have the Chicago pedestrian. We're gonna have, we're gonna have the yeah. the, the Detroit Wall. We're gonna have. No, you know what? No, but the Detroit Wall is too good. It's like, oh yeah, we're like we're good defensively. You know, we're the wall. You know, like that, the Washington that's, that's floor. Too- <laughs> yeah yeah you know like uh like uh, what do we what do we, like i gotta say what, what are we doing here like oh man the 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 what what do we have the the vancouver like seasonal depression like what, what <laughs> <laughs> these are things that happen these are things that happen and yeah. so who cares you know like like an echo uh, it's just like man like an echo like it's just a thing so 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 who cares? You the know? Calgary sound like, compression. Sure. See now 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 we're getting like super super specific and esoteric and like almost too esoteric. Like you know like uh what are we gonna call them? The Florida curtain. Like <laughs> like geez. <laughs> they should call me. Man. They, should, they should call me. I got I, I got some ideas, you know, and I can I can really keep the vibe. If that's what they're really into, I can do it. I, I just did it for them. The Dallas pantry. Yeah, sure. Why not? You know, these are, these are things that occur. Um, yeah, like, well, uh, hmm. All right, one more. Oh, I'll give you one more. You give me one more. All right, and then you pick a good city. So we're going to go, um, you know, the 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 Atlanta. Ah, fuck. I, I was thinking Frost, but I'm like, you know, what? that's 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 pretty good actually. You know, this is better than the other names that I've said. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Atlanta paper straws. There you go. Okay. Sure. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Before we move on to our draft for this week, uh, I want to give a non-hockey related update. Um, sure. Have you ever? I don't remember. I vaguely remember. Have you talked? I know one of the memes you did at one point was the office meme of like corporate wants you to find the difference between these pictures. Yeah. Have you watched the office? Yeah, I watched the office. Have you watched the whole thing? Yeah, well, uh, well, I there's a lot I've forgotten, but I, I at one point I did go through the whole thing. Yeah. All right. What did you What did you think of it? It was, it was like 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 good filler, you know, for my time back in the day. You know, okay. it, was, it was decent. Yeah. All right, because I finally started it. it. Okay. I finally started it like five six days ago. Yeah. No, it was like a week ago at this point. It was like a week ago I started it. Sure. I I'm I'm obsessed. I can't get enough. Uh. <laughs> Awesome! Yeah, it's what, incredible. What season are you at? I'm in the middle of season five. Okay, that, that's oh, how shit. fast I've been tearing through this. Holy shit! Oh my goodness! Okay. Yeah, it's not. Sweet. It hasn't been. I've been. It's like every spare <laughs> yeah. moment. 
my past week when um, watching The Office. Yeah, this is news to me. I had no idea. Um, yeah. But yeah, what's 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 the what's what's your give us some more details about what you love so much about it? I honestly, I think m- many people will know. I think uh, I've you know spent probably too much of my not so much lately, but in the past, you know, I've watched a lot a lot of like like children's sitcoms. Um, mm-hmm. And I've got accustomed to a certain very low level of comedy writing. Sure. And it's been a real treat to watch The Office, where not only are there, you know, multiple interesting storylines going on at the same time, um, but yeah. also uh, they all make logical sense. <laughs> and that there is continuity between them from episode to episode, from season to season. I'm actually I'm surprised because it was like it started in 2005. I'm surprised that there was so much kind of serialization and continuity. Right. Yeah. Like you mean between the seasons and just uh, just in general to keep those storylines straight. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. Great. Uh, that's uh, we love that for you. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is your first time, right? Yeah, my first time. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, it's a classic. Right? It is a classic. I can see why. To, I can get. I get the hype now. To, yeah. There we go. He's on board. Um, yeah. And yeah, you can you can fully appreciate the memes um, now because there are so many of them. Right? Yeah. So. Just actually, just yesterday, I finally got to the Michael screaming, "Oh God, no! Please, God, no, no, no!" Uh, okay. Yeah. When Toby comes back. Yeah. Which I had no idea the context for that was an employee yeah. he really hates left and has <laughs> now returned, and he just screams in his face, "Oh God, no!" <laughs> Uh, makes it the context makes it all the all the, all the better. Yeah, um, absolutely. All right, yeah. draft time. We don't have much time. Right. My laptop is. Yeah, we're doing that. Okay, we we're doing juices. Yeah. Yeah. Flavors of juices. I think we've done beverages before, but now we're getting more specific. Yeah. This so, is yeah. This is the the wealth of ideas we've got. All right. Lovely. Okay. So, so um. Yeah, I guess I'll start because uh, you know, I have yes. the uh, I am the recurring loser. Sure um, are. All right. Go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna take a classic. You know, everyone's favorite. Uh, they, they, there's a, there's a reason. Um, it is everyone loves the uh, what is it, the acronym or whatever. Um, it's OJ. It's orange juice. It's everyone's favorite juice. Uh, you wake up, you drink some orange juice. It's healthy. It's got all that vitamin C. Uh, and uh, yeah, everyone's favorite orange juice. I'm gonna take fruit punch, because that's oh, okay. what that you have when you want a treat because it tastes better. It's sweeter. Um. And you know it's it's red, and it's like that's what you never see orange juice at parties, you know. At any parties, you know, it was the classic thing at like a ball or like a, a dance or something. Let's go get some punch because it's it's a celebration, and we're gonna have the best juice at the celebration. Interesting uh, that you take this and, and you come at it with that angle because uh, you know I've I've never fucking experienced that. You know, uh, maybe I'm a hermit or whatever. But, uh, you know, the places I've been, I've never fucking seen any fruit punch out to be served. I've had fruit punch once in my life. Uh, I was like a, a second, like a prom pre-party back in Sec 5. And that was the one time I had fruit punch served in an occasion like that. The other times, the only other times I've seen fruit punch are when it's served at a little, little box, you know, the, the blue and orange box. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Um, it's like 5-0 punch or some shit like that. Anyways. There's so many, um, well, like there's also Fruitopia. That's a great fruit punch. Um, they're also mid. They don't like taste good. Ones? That's the real problem. Yes, they do. Yeah, gross. They're terrible. You know, this is a trap. You, you you fell into my trap, which is selecting a terrible juice. It's hardly a juice. It's barely a juice, man. It's like it's just like sugar water. 
we don't like fruit punch. That's what every we juice every juice is sugar water. No, but like it's, there's there's like good sugar water and then there's fruit punch, you know. So fruit punch. Um, I think I think it's a lot less popular than you may think. Because like you know who's out here drinking fruit punch, you know, especially adults. Uh, if you're drinking fruit punch past the age of like twelve, that's a that's a choice, you know. And uh, I'm not judging you, but uh, I'm judging you. Um, all right. Uh, okay. Next we have. Uh, I hope I didn't alienate too many people with that statement. Um, but uh, you know, drink some fucking orange juice. That's what I say. All right. Next up, I uh, I'm getting two uh, superstar juices, so everyone can eat shit. Um, and because uh, I'm drinking apple juice, yeah. Everyone loves apple juice. I know for a fact you love apple juice. I'm gonna eat that shit up. We had it at the. We just talked about how we got. We both got an apple juice. You know, we had all the selection we could have had, and we both chose an apple juice, and it was delicious. All right, overpriced, but you know what? We paid for that overpriced juice because it's so good. Um, and uh, and it's uh, the drink of choice. Yeah, apple juice, super underrated. You know, there's different types of apple juice. I find there's like a, you know, the one that's like kind of clear. And then there's the kind of, and it's like yellow. And then there's the other sort that's kind of like more reddish. And both of them slap. They're very different apple juices. But, you know, uh, they're, they're both lovely. So, you know, we love the variety there. All right. I'm going to take the only good juice that's left, which is peach juice. What the fuck? Okay. It's out of nowhere. But go Your ahead. Turn. You want to justify it? No. Oh, you have, no, you have nothing else? That's, okay. That's the only good one left. No, peach juice is so mid. I, you know, in fact, I don't know if I've ever had peach juice. I maybe had it once. So then how could you nothing know? special. Well, I know because I didn't go back for more. I didn't go back for seconds. So, yeah, that's 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 uh, it's mid-pick. You know, I'm going to go with the, uh, the honestly, my favorite juice, perhaps. Mango juice. That shit slaps. It's incredible. I've never had a bad mango juice. Whenever I have a mango juice, I'm like, shit. I, you know what? You know, like, there are times where I'm not in the mood for, uh, like, I'm ne- never in the mood for a fruit punch. And I'm very, like, almost, I've never been in the mood for a peach juice. Sometimes I'm in the mood for orange juice. Sometimes I'm in the mood for apple juice. Other times I'm just not in the mood for one of those juices. Uh, I've never uh, been not in the mood for a mango juice. Um, and whenever the option is there and it's served to me, oh, yeah, you put some ice in that shit. Oh, that's fucking good. That is some mint juice, man. Mango juice slaps like an incredible degree. And mango juice is too, it's too creamy. You know? See, it's so creamy. And, like, that's not a problem to me. It's, it's so good. If, if I want a cream, it's I would delicious. just have cream. You know, actually, right. upon my further research, I realized there actually is one other excellent beverage that I'm in the mood yeah. for currently at this present time. If anyone would like Please. to bring me some pineapple juice, I'd greatly appreciate okay. it because right. I want pineapple you know, juice. You can't hate can't on pineapple juice. You know, that's a, that's a good juice. That's a, that's a good juice. I'm not, not going to spend any sort of soliloquy time on that one. Um, you know, it's a, a really popular juice and it's well-deserved grape juice. Everyone oh, loves a grape You just lost juice. so many voters. You just lost so many what voters. What the fuck that are you one, talking about? I didn't, I didn't lose sucks. anybody, all right? Grape juice. No, bleh, my juice is beautiful. Bleh, my juice bleh, is delicious. It makes me want to throw up in the car. Juice, That's what mm, grape juice is. Yeah, yeah. You have some grape and apple juice. Mmm, yummy, yummy. Yummy, yummy. We love a good grape juice, yeah? All right, we love that for me. All right, go for it. Um. All right, any other juices that exist? Uh, I'm going on Wikipedia, seeing a list of juices. Sure. See what they see what they have. Uh, ooh, apple cider. No, that is different. Banned. Banned. It is different from not apple a juice. juice. Not a juice. Not a juice. And well, it, is, it is too apple juice adjacent. All right. It is listed on Wikipedia as a juice. No, I will not. And I will it is not separate from apple juice. This There's is apple juice. There's apple cider. Ridiculous. Two different kinds no. of juices. No way. No are way you, I'm letting this slide. Are you saying I'm being that? Dead. There's, there's no to... way. There's no chance on this God's green earth that I will let you have apple cider 
that is and and claim that it is not the same as apple juice all right that's ridiculous that's, only that's under one condition will i allow your disallowment which is that What's when that? you post the instagram poll you have to specify apple juice and then in brackets not apple cider though no i will th- that's ridiculous this is apple apple juice is basically apple cider is just apple juice that's been left out for too long all right you know, that's that's true. It's, a, that it's listed truth. here as a different kind of juice. Yeah, so. fucking Wikipedia will list will list will list uh, like you know plenty of shit. But yeah, is this your and primary I source? Trust it. It's Wikipedia. Yeah, all right. The academic failure over here. It's just that's not how it works. All right, you can't cite Wikipedia. They always tell you that, and that's 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 the truth. All right, that's the truth. And, and apple juice is just too it's just too similar. There's, there's no chance. I will not be specifying without apple cider because maybe I'll even write including apple cider because uh, it's the same thing. So don't, don't you dare. Well, I'm drafting apple cider anyway, so sorry. You have no legs. Uh, okay, well, I will be listing it. I will be listing it under the poll as pick forfeited. All right? Unless, unless, <laughs> fine, you, make, fine. <laughs> unless you make a better pick. No apple All right? cider. Fine. I'll pick. That's I'll right. Pick, I'll That's pick right. lemonade. I pick lemonade. That's, that's hardly a juice. It's so sure disgusting. It you know, no, no, no. You have to say lemon juice. You know, we're talking about juices. Lemonade is not a juice. Yes, it is. That's no, oh, it's not. Why not? It's okay, you know what? I'm looking this up. Is lemonade a juice? Let's see what my search results say. Um, consider lemonade more like a sugar sweetened drink. Commercial lemonade is typically only about 15% lemon juice. Yeah. Why is lemonade not a juice? Uh. Yeah, it's not a juice. Uh, you know, that's that's what it is. It's made of lemon juice. You can pick lemon juice. And see, look, first Reddit post, uh, does lemonade count as juice? Uh, and then first answer, lemon lemonade isn't juice. Juice is an ingredient, as you pointed out. So not accepted. Rejected. Well, then I'll take apple cider. <laughs> How about this? Not a apple, juice. apple cider <laughs> kind of counts. Lemonade kind no. of counts. I'll take them both in one pick. <laughs> yeah. How about that? This is a zero. Come on. Yeah. Make, go veer off. Find something else to do. Fine. Don't take like, a watermelon juice. juice. How about that? <laughs> okay. There we go. That's a juice. I took it. Watermelon juice. Well, whose fault is that, huh? Uh, all right. I'll take guava juice. Oh, God. What a delicious juice. You have nothing bad to say about guava juice. All right, my pick. You I'm it. taking lemonade yeah. this time. No, <laughs> can't do it. This is it's not a juice. This is like this is like you know we're we're picking best animals. I just pick pizza. All right, it doesn't make sense. All right, <laughs> All and right. it's like oh yes, Fine. I have pork take, on my pizza. I'll you take know? I'll take lemonade juice. How about that? No, you're taking lemon juice. All right, you're no, taking I'll, lemon, I'll take lemonade that nasty. Juice. You're not squeezing a lemonade to make lemonade juice. You liar. All right, this is terrible. Get out of here. This is not accepted. If you stick by this pick, I will be writing lemon juice and everyone will think you're a, you're, you're a psychopath for, for drinking that straight acid. All right, fine. I'll take strawberry juice. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, wow, that's, that's profoundly mid. Jeez. There's a reason that they don't sell strawberry juice in your standard, uh, you know, grocery. Because right. it's not good. Time for your last All pick. Right. Go ahead. Oh, it's my last pick already. Wow, we breezed right through it. Uh, I'll be taking pomegranate juice. Banging, banging juice. That's insane. Pomegranate is one of the most disgusting fruits, and it results (laughs) in the most disgusting juice. Now with my last pick, I'll be taking orange cider. (laughs) Okay. 
Uh, yeah, your pick is rejected. You, 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 for, you know what? The amount of times you've tried to submit. This is like, uh, who, who is it? Uh, was it Brian Burke that tried you know, to draft Alex take, Ovechkin a year early? I'm going to take Alex Ovechkin with my last pick in the juice <laughs> draft. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Okay, all right. Make a serious pick or I'm, or I'm defaulting you as a... You know, I'm just going to leave you at five. All right. My serious pick is... Uh, coconut water <laughs> <laughs> okay that's i'll accept that it's barely juice but you know this one this one, it's safely in the territory i'd say okay. all right there you have it this is my Lovely. least favorite draft you've ever done you rejected all my picks <laughs> unfairly yeah. unfairly they're not juices this is yeah with, with with my pick i'd like to pick a tractor like what, what are we doing here man this is not this is these are not juices the people all will right. agree with me all right. And Sorry to end wrong. things quickly, but it is 12, and also my laptop is at 5%. Yep. It has literally never been this All low. Right. So Sounds we're good. signing off now. Where It'll be a short break between this and the next episode. We'll be back on Tuesday. Um, we'll be you know, talking about hockey. Should we do a team over the next couple of days? Anyone play uh, like maybe twice? Sure. All right. Let me... What's what's the team you're interested in? Yeah, the Sharks. Maybe. No, actually, no. We just oh, watched yeah. the Penguins. Never mind. But um, but that's the thing. But it's uh, it's it's perfect because uh, we want to minimize the amount. I have to watch this dog shit team, so it's like the perfect week to watch the Sharks. <laughs> All right, you know, fine. Let's do it. Sharks. Oh wait, no. They only they only play once though. That's a problem. Uh, don't play. Uh, don't play. They only play once and then they play Tuesday. How about the Golden Knights? <sighs> who still haven't lost in regulation. Okay, sure. I feel like we, we don't we won't give them enough uh, love. You know, it's just uh, but. And also, oh yeah, no, they play enough. They play twice. All right, they play Avalanche a good team and, and they play a bad team. Okay. All right, sure. Okay, it'll be Golden Knights half week. You know. Sure. Really, really dive good. deep into these two games. Thanks good. for listening. Follow the podcast on Instagram, Fusion and Hockey Podcast. The end. <laughs>